Let us enter into the worship of the Lord Jehovah this morning by turning to Acts chapter 10. Acts chapter 10. I directed you last evening to read Acts to read Exodus chapter 19 and I trust that you received a great blessing from it. Amen. I certainly did. I was a young man of about 19 when when Exodus 19 became very special to me at seeing the reverence that was given to God in that particular chapter. Though Moses had carefully instructed the people not to get near the mountain, and whoever got near the mountain was to be surely put to death, anyone that got near the mountain was to be stoned, says that twice in two verses in succession, The Lord told him when he got up on the mountain, get back down there and tell them. But I have told them, Lord. Get back down there and tell them again, lest anyone break through to do any gazing. That is the God we worship. If you are uncomfortable with that God, confused about that God, you haven't met him yet. He's throughout the pages of the Bible, and the God of the New Testament is no different than that God of the Old Testament. They had a mediator back then. Galatians chapter 3 describes him as a mediator, Moses. Moses could go up on that mountain and talk to God as a man talks to a friend face to face. We have another mediator, the Lord Jesus Christ. God made that nation a nation of kings and priests, and they went through Moses to meet with God. We go through the Lord Jesus Christ. But he is to be worshipped acceptably with reverence and godly fear. We live in a generation of churches and Christians that do not do that for the vast majority of them. And so we want to make sure that we take pains and efforts and planning that our services are reverent. The people said to Moses, all that God commandeth thee, we will do. Let me read to you a New Testament example of the same attitude. And I hope that we are in the presence of God today with all our sins confessed, all bitterness removed, all impediments to worship corrected so that we can worship God acceptably this morning. In Acts chapter 10, we have the account of Cornelius, a centurion of the Italian band, who resided at Caesarea, and he has come to meet Peter. And he has the attitude that we all should have. And I want to read several verses before we get to the key verse. Peter and his company, which are some of Cornelius's men that were sent to Joppa to get him, and some of Peter's own friends, have arrived in Caesarea. Verse 24, and the morrow after they entered into Caesarea, Peter and his company, and Cornelius waited for them and had called together his kinsmen and near friends. And as Peter was coming in, Cornelius met him and fell down at his feet and worshiped him. But Peter took him up, saying, Stand up, I myself also am a man. 
And as he talked with him, he went in and found many that were come together. And he, that is Peter, said unto them, Ye know how that it is an unlawful thing for a man that is a Jew to keep company or come unto one of another nation. But God hath showed me that I should not call any man common or unclean. Therefore came I unto you without gainsaying, as soon as I was sent for. I ask therefore for what intent ye have sent for me. And Cornelius said, Four days ago I was fasting until this hour. And at the ninth hour I prayed in my house, and behold, a man stood before me in bright clothing, and said, Cornelius, thy prayer is heard, and thine alms are had in remembrance in the sight of God. Send therefore to Joppa, and call hither Simon, whose surname is Peter. He is lodged in the house of one Simon a tanner by the seaside, who, when he cometh, shall speak unto thee. Immediately therefore I sent to thee, and thou hast well done that thou art come. Now therefore are we all here present before God to hear all things that are commanded thee of God. Amen. Amen. And amen. We want that 33rd verse to describe our hearts and our minds this morning. Immediately, therefore, I sent to thee. He did everything in his power to make it happen as fast as possible for him to hear the preacher of God's word. And thou hast well done that thou art come. Now, therefore, are we all here present before God to hear all things that are commanded thee of God? And that is our case right now. We are present before God at the base of Mount Zion. Like Israel was present before God at the base of Mount Sinai. And we want to hear, as they wanted to hear, all things that were commanded them of God. We are blessed abundantly to have His precious Word. Moses hadn't written the Scriptures yet. They didn't have a word of Scripture. They didn't have a book of the Bible at Mount Sinai. They were just getting some of the first installments to Moses to write down for them. And we have 66 books, two testaments, and a wonderful revelation of God that has progressed greatly past what Moses ever explained to the children of Israel. Are you here this morning and do you understand that your sins should be confessed because you're in the presence of God? This is where He has chosen to meet with His people. In assemblies like this of His common saints throughout the world, And this is where we open His Word and are taught by Him the things that He wants us in the New Testament to do. Let us pray. O Lord, our Lord, how excellent is Thy name in all the earth. Our Father in heaven, we do not find discomfort in Exodus chapter 19. We find glory and solemnity and strictness, and reverence befitting You. And we bless Thee, Holy Father. We thank Thee for the account that You have given us in the Holy Scriptures that we might know what it was like with just Moses as the mediator to meet Thee. We see and hear the mountain of Sinai shaking and quaking 
and the fire and sparks going up like a blast furnace and the repeated warnings that if any man or any beast touch the mountain, he is to be thrust through with darts. Holy Father, we thank Thee that we have the gentle presentation of Holy Scripture to us in the New Testament, and yet You have not changed, and we bless Thee this day. Heavenly Father, we want the attitude of Cornelius, whose heart You had greatly changed and opened, that he was receptive to the things of Peter, but before that, he feared God with all his house. He gave much alms to the people and prayed always. Heavenly Father, if we have not prayed in preparation for this service, please bless us. Have mercy upon us and forgive us. O Lord, we thank Thee first of all for Thy Word. That is the written Word of God. We thank Thee that we have what Moses wrote the first five books of, and we have 61 other books following that that give us a progressive revelation of Yourself and of our great predicament brought upon us by our first parents, and the great solution of the Lord Jesus Christ, and the hope of glory, and the inheritance with the saints in your presence. Heavenly Father, have mercy upon us today. Thy word, O Lord, is established forever. We have known of old that thou hast founded it forever. Thy word is true and righteous altogether. And we will humble ourselves today before it. We want to worship Thee, O Lord, as the God of the Word. And we want to be thankful for Thy Word which came from Thee. We thank Thee for inspiring it and preserving it to our generation. Father, we understand that the written Word of God reveals to us the Lord Jesus Christ. For He said, Search the Scriptures For in them ye think ye have eternal life, and they are they which testify of me. We thank thee for the living word, the word made flesh, the word that dwelt among us, and we beheld his glory through the eyes of the apostles who wrote it down for us, full of grace and truth. We thank thee, Holy Father, that they touched thy son. They ate with thy son. They saw Him. They heard Him. And when He rose from the dead, they confirmed that He was the one and only and true Lord Jesus Christ of Nazareth. We thank Thee for our Savior who was raised from the dead and sits at Thy right hand. It's in His name that we come boldly before Thee. We know that our worship is made acceptable by Him unto Thee. And O Lord, we pray that You would sanctify Everything that we say and do this day by His perfect righteousness, His glorious name, which is above every name, and His finished work of redemption that is paid for all our sins, past, present, and future. Lord, be with us now. We thank Thee that Thou hast revealed Thyself to us through the pages of Scripture, by the Holy Spirit in our hearts by your creation, by our conscience, by your providence in our lives, and by the preaching of your word. O Lord, send forth thy Holy Spirit and open our ears and open our eyes, open our hearts, open our minds that we might behold, understand, embrace, and obey everything that we hear. 
Do not let us come short of the commitment and the confession of Cornelius, our brother. But we are here in thy presence to hear all things commanded us of thee. Show them to us plainly, and we will do them. Forgive us our sins, Heavenly Father, through the grace of the Lord Jesus Christ, and bless our efforts now by the power of the Holy Ghost. For we pray in Jesus' name, amen. Amen.